I need to start really thinking about this eight figure puzzle mm-hmm. because seven to eight isn't a big jump. David Chance presents to you the morning meetup. Do you have an idea you need to get off the ground? Are you a small business owner looking to earn supplemental income or replace your current income? Come and join the most amazing mentorship and accountability group for entrepreneurs live with David Shands himself. That's right. This is not pre-recorded and it's not a replay. This is live every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the live calls, you also receive a weekly individual Q&A call, a private Facebook community, access to all call replays and access to David's list of resources and contacts you need to be in an environment of success so head over to themorningmeetup.com today for your one dollar seven day trial that's right just one dollar for seven days of access to the morning meetup take massive action towards manifesting your dreams today themorningmeetup.com and three two one you're listening to the Real Social Proof Podcast with Mr. Sleepers for Suckers himself, David Shands. Let's get it. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we find the dopest people that do the dopest stuff. And actually, it is um, me and Donnie because I'm dope. She dope. We dope. Um, we, we've crossed over the 100 episode milestone. We can, we can clap it up for that. Y'all ain't trying to clap it up for that? Y'all ain't trying to clap it up? Ain't no claps? Definitely okay, need cool. studio applause, okay? Appreciate it. We got a semi-live studio. It's actually only two, two humans we here. We got two people here. <laughs> and they, they're part of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely crew. So, um, excited, man, about what's going on. Let's, let's, let's talk through your week, man. What's been happening? Oh, my gosh. Let's see. Well, we are still early in the week, so let's just talk about the last seven days. I went to, I needed to get away. I um, right now because of the goals that we're going to get into. You've been getting away though. I have been getting away. It ain't like uh, oh, I just decided to go. You've been you've been out here. I've been in these streets heavy, but you know what? So because the goals for this year are so big, I have been under a lot of pressure because it has to happen or it has to happen. Mm -hmm. Like it just there is no in between, and so anxiety. I've been dealing with a lot in the last like two months. Mm. anxiety so I have been having to just like get out of my everyday space and go somewhere else just to kind of wind down and regroup and remap out my goals just changing up my environment mm. what well, where do you think the anxiety is stemming from um it could be a lot of things so I think we talked before like my my business um, has just gone to the next level. We're, mm-hmm. we're at that next level. Sure. And when that happens very quickly, the danger about scaling so quickly is that you have to keep up yeah. with the fulfillment. You have to keep up with the customer service. You got to mm-hmm. keep up with systems. And so that's one thing. And then training a new team to work with my company is that. And then I think also, you know, I'm a, I'm a mover and shaker. So I'm used to being out and about and being able to change up my environments and work in different places. And just because of what we're dealing with right now still with being semi shut down. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly, interestingly enough, like all the clubs and stuff are open, but like the norm, normal office spaces that we were working right, are not. Right, right, right. So working at home just in that 1800 square feet of just four walls, yeah. I think brings me anxiety because there's no uh, versatility in my environment. So gotcha, gotcha. that's why I'm like waking up and like, I'm going to New Orleans tomorrow. Does, that have, does your anxiety, you think, have anything to do with like your lack of a man or... Is it just business? 
Because I was like, when is this going to happen? You wake up and you identify all the DMs and you just don't know what to choose. And you got like the sometimey situations, the ones that take you out. Because that can cause a lot of anxiety. We just want to get to the root of the problem. How was your week, Shans? I'm being very serious. I'm looking out for my sister. <laughs> so we're going to talk about entrepreneurship. Yes. We're going to talk about goals. We are definitely not going to highlight the fact that I am single and available in Atlanta with a child oh, who does not interfere. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because she's away at college and grown now. Um, no, 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 no. Seriously, we are going to talk about your week now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my week was really good. Uh, wrapped up the second installment of the Creators Boot Camp, and it was amazing. It was insane. So the first one was good. The second one is hard to top, but mm. I'm looking at like all that's been going on. And the third one is like, I, we're going to, we're going to take the best parts of the first one, best parts of the second one and wrap it into the third one. And people are definitely going to go to the next level in terms of being able to effectively create content because creating content is just painting pictures online mm -hmm. you know, for your audience. So mm -hmm. uh, that went really well. Um, Business is good. Uh, relationship is good. Wifey is doing well. We could drop this baby anytime now. Any by the time they see this, oh, baby yeah, my, could yeah. be here. I could probably have a baby. Yep. So um, yeah, man, we just we we just working out here. So I'm excited about this episode. Where um, before the so here, here's the thing. This is kind of like a principle for everybody. Can we move the camera over a little bit this way? This way. Yeah. No. Nope. The other way. Yep. Yeah, right. Come on. Keep going. Right there. Right there. I'm sorry. Yes. Did you have something? She was just getting me together over here. Her hair wasn't me my, right? My hair wasn't right. Girl, we okay. need you every day. Okay. <laughs> Am I good? So before the, before the episode, this side? we were talking, um, oh, okay. we, we were talking about what we were going to talk about. So the, the decision to do the podcast is already done. We meet time, place, topic is always up for discussion. Yep. So we just happen to have the conversation. It's like, yo, man, this is going to be a big year. And mm -hmm. Donnie was like, yo, man, these $10,000 days ain't bad. I got to do these joints every single day. I'm like, absolutely. And uh, we were talking about this seven-figure year. Mm -hmm. And I asked Donnie, like, have you ever made seven figures in 12 months? She said, yes. Well, actually, not yes. It was an 18 month. I'm like, darn, it's not the same. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I like the I like I like the vision. She's been a millionaire, okay? Um, but um, yeah, we were talking about this seven figure year, mm -hmm. and we'll probably talk a lot about this seven figure year. But for you, it might be your six figure year, or your fifty thousand dollar year, or your thirty thousand dollar year, whatever it is. But uh, we got to talk about the target, the yeah. goals. So you guys will notice that we're set up a little differently today. I got my computer and my notebook here. Yo, this is like my business She's Bible. set up a little differently. I'm set up a little differently. This, we, we, we're really, really serious about this. So Shans and I over the years have kind of tracked on the same kind of pattern, especially income wise and even with some of the opportunities, but definitely income wise and where we are every single year. And we talked a few months ago about like always getting so close to it. Mm -hmm the seven figures, yeah. but I need to see the seven. Yeah, I don't want to, sure. almost doesn't count, right? So we are both on our journey to our first seven figure year in a 12 month period in of time, time frame, yep. in a 12 month time frame. And you know, what's so interesting is that we have both worked with, coached and developed 
other people into seven figures. 100%. And I want to bring this up early because people are watching like, y'all haven't hit seven figures? No. 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 And this no. is so freeing that like we ain't got to stunt or lie about the numbers or listen, I and we still get extreme results <laughs> from ourselves and other people. Yeah. Um, but some people will say because they've made a uh, million dollars over four years, <laughs> we're in the millionaire club or that's not necessarily the case. We're not so. going to do We could do that. Right. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to do that. And I think it's important to highlight we're both taking big steps this year specifically um, that, that we already see it. The seven figures is done. Yeah. We just want to talk to you guys because we're on the journey. And then we also want the accountability. But yeah. one of the things that have held, I know me back and I know from digging into your business with you too, is scalability. The single reason that we've not had a seven figure year has nothing to do with, does it work? Do we need to create more products? It's we were offering so much of us mm -hmm. in our services that we were still exchanging time for money. Yeah. And especially me until this recent year, I still do because I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching. But when you put yourself in a situation where you're only doing one-on-one -on -one coaching like I did for so long, mm -hmm. it's nearly impossible to make seven figures because you can only exchange so many of your hours for time exactly. unless you, you know, are commanding the type of clientele that can pay you what it takes to only see 10 clients, for you sure. know, in a year Absolutely. for a for million dollars. Mm -hmm. And so that brings me to one thing that I've done differently this year. What's that? I've added an agency component to my company uh, where we handle the operations. So from coaching, I have been able to discover what my clients need. And because I'm a business development coach, I know that some of the areas that my clients struggle in, number one, 99% of the time is clarity. Whether they are a business that's going after their first six figures or already generating seven figures trying to get to eight, which is what we got going on now, um, clarity is always a component. Like they always need to get clear about a piece of their business. Yeah, I think that's the major, and that was the, the, the I know you didn't, you weren't there the earlier part of the, the um, boot camp, but the entire time was me helping people identify what the target is. And we could spend so much time on that. Oh man. And then I guarantee, so here's the thing about clarity. Once you get clear in an idea, it's like, okay, six figures for both of us. Once you were clear on how to hit six figures, once we did that, now seven figures becomes so unclear. Don't even know how to do it. We were just on a live with A.D. Dolphin who said, you know, he gave us advice. David asked him, what advice would you give us as we're both trying to hit our very first seven figure year? Mm -hmm. And he said, make eight. And, and it was silent. Like, like, OK, you got any advice for us in our first seven figure year? He said, make eight. Mm -hmm. Make eight. But we asked him if he remembered his first seven figures and he doesn't. Right. But what he was saying was, is that what he does remember about having seven figures or hitting seven figures is that when he did hit seven figures, no, 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 no. He was saying now that he makes eight figures, he has no idea how to get to nine. Yeah. It's unclear. So he needs what? Clarity. 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 Sure. So I've identified that two main components that CEOs need always clarity and operations, right? Clarity and operations, mm -hmm. clarity and operate. I like that. Clarity and operations. So I have focused a lot of my effort, a lot of my offerings around helping CEOs uh, gain and maintain clarity and then helping them to get them 
functioning like CEOs rather than uh, rather than just a hobby, rather than just somebody who just started a business, like functioning like an actual corporate structure, like an actual entity. Hold on. Can somebody grab me my book bag? There's a blue notebook in there. Yeah, and underneath the blue notebook, there's a pen. Uh, the back part, the back part, because I need I need to write that down because I I really want that to ring with me. Clarity and operations, because mm-hmm. operations. Um, Notice so how Shans now has a notebook because I have a notebook. It's not so you have a notebook. I just don't. It's lose because it. I have a notebook. He, you know, tried to clown me at the beginning of the episode, highlighting the fact that I was yeah, set up differently. With it. I need a little setup. Yeah. Give me a little. I need a little set. I need a little because we're gonna go deep today, right? And just in case we get into some actual strategic planning, I needed to have my sort my resources here. Aaron Mallory is in the biz up, building. I missed you the other night, and I'm gonna tell you why. Can I tell him why yeah, really quickly? Sure. So I was leaving an event in the dark. And nobody walked me to my car. And I said, if Aaron were here, you would definitely have made sure I got to my car. I was in a room full of men. David wasn't here. He was Mm. somewhere else. He didn't know I was leaving. I was in a room full of men leaving here around 10 o'clock at night, maybe. Not one person walked me to my vehicle. You could have called me. I would have drove all the way out here just to walk you to your car. And let me say this. While I appreciate that, and before they be like, oh, she thinks somebody's supposed to walk her to her car. It's not that. It's just that. Aaron is so over the top with protecting black women, women, period, that it was a void. Like this was my first time ever leaving a major event here and had nobody to walk me to my car. Oh, my gosh. Shout out to Wall Street Trapper, too, because he does the same thing. But Aaron, you are the man. Mr. Underscore Let Go. Okay. Mr. Mr. Underscore Let Go. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for that. He was ready to get bars too. He went straight to the mic. I feel you. All right, that is all, Aaron. That is it. All right, don't be already shot going fishing. So, all right, so clarity and operations. Clarity and operations mm-hmm. for sure. So, and and now that now that you say it, it's like, oh, that's how we've been able to elevate because this is the first. Well, not this year in terms of this year, but the last twelve months is when I really started to focus on clarity, which is the target, identifying where I want to go because. Once you identify the target, your actions will dictate. Well, you're. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. 
Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. Your target will dictate your actions. Like if the goal is to make $100,000, well, I'm going to run in a manner that allows me to make Mm $8,333. But now that the target is bigger, it's almost like, y'all can't sell $25 Mm t-shirts because I have to do a different activity because that's not going to get me to the target. Right. And then operations in terms of, um, we just have systems and people in place. So, um, Trey kind of helps with the with the YouTube stuff. Uh, we got Jovan working on some stuff. And we bought it to Patreon because you didn't. No, know. I already have stuff no, going you on. Don't. Yes, no. I do. I was like, I was like yo, Donnie. No, Two, because I, I said, just talked to Trey. Uh, what's her Donnie, name? We're going to do this thing. I, if you're going to do it, do it Tuesday. Because if not, I'm going to do it myself. And she's like, all right, just give me till Tuesday. Trey and I, got, that and was I just had this conversation at the Social Proof podcast. And I'm I'm already on at it. The Social Proof Cut podcast. it out. I mean, yeah. at the <laughs> we're on the Social Proof podcast at the Content Creation Bootcamp. You mean yesterday? Two days ago? Two days ago. You were supposed to have it two weeks ago. And I said, I said, this is what I told just Jovan, because you got to talk to Jovan now. I said, well, Donnie's supposed to do it, but if she doesn't, you got it. <laughs> we'll call it right now. But uh, anyway, Patreon's about to be lit. And then I'm, I guess I just have to hire Donnie to coach along this process. Patreon is about to be lit with me and David Shands because it's a done deal, period. <laughs> um, anyway, no, sis, seriously. Yeah. So clarity and operations. And when, Oh, that's what I was mm-hmm. saying. Okay, Let's I'm sorry. Let's get back to the interview. So, yes, to the conversation. Uh, clarity and then mm-hmm. operations in terms of um, putting people around and processes and, you know, people that can help where I'm not as strong because systems are not necessarily my passion or I don't even think I have, I won't say the ability, but I don't have, I only have the interest to want to put a system in place that rolls. I want to have it, but I'm not going to do it. So I right. realized that about myself. And I said, I'm going to find people who can put it together and all they need are instructions for me. So what I've been able to see in terms of growth are because of those two things. That's amazing. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. good. And that took you to your next level, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, 100%. And so here's the thing. Once you have clear, clarity and operations for a business owner are things that are never 100% in place for a long period of time. You're going to consistently evolve as a person. You're going to consistently evolve in your business. And so when that evolution begins to take place, once you get clear on something, it's going to take you to another level and you got to get clear again on how you're going to get to the next level. And then there's usually different operational systems or procedures and SOPs to do that. So that's a constantly evolving thing. SOPs are standard operating procedures. So your instructions for how you do something It's the how to's the step by step of how you do a thing. So If you, um, you know, if you sell T-shirts out of a warehouse, how do you do that? Right. Most people. The reason why most people aren't as successful at this is because if you were someone who said, well, I sell T-shirts out of a warehouse and you wanted to hire someone to help you fulfill. And I say, "Okay, well, what's your SOP? And you show me something that says, oh, okay, well, they get the size, they package it up. Here's the address. They send it out. Well, that's not a functional SOP. That's in your head. You understand that. (laughs) But if I hired a sixth grader to come in here, they should have instructions that are so clear that they're able to 
fulfill your orders, starting with, well, how does the customer even make the order, right? Where do I go to retrieve the order? www. or what system or software do I log in to even retrieve the order? How do I, where do I go? Where are the small, mediums, and large kept? How are things organized? How are things structured? How do I pull it? How do I account for that inventory that I've now pulled off the shelf so we have an accurate count of what's left? Like all of those things matter from the very beginning to how it goes out to the customer. Mm. So even after that, how do we track errors? Customer says they didn't get their product. Something was returned to sender. SOPs have to be in place for all those things. And when you start getting your SOPs in place and you're that clear, you start making better decisions. You start being able to scale analytics and saying, you know what? We're doing this harder than we have to. So now we can, because Mm. of SOPs, now we can become more efficient. And if we're more efficient, then either I'm making more money or saving time and I can do something else with that money or time. Or you're able to say things like, oh, you know what? This isn't working. Actually, I see this and we're not making the money that I thought we were making then you're also able to hire better. Well, now these are the SOPs. I can actually get a college student in here to do this. I don't need somebody who's gonna demand $20 an hour. Mm-hmm. All like these that. things like work that. together to create your solid foundational business. That's amazing. So the, uh, one, one thing is I need everybody, you, you can open it if he's uh, coming in. Um, we, need, uh, uh, we, we need to really start to look at every little piece of our business, right? Everything that goes out. And um, it's, so, it's so crazy because as you're talking, I'm like, wow, these are the things that, are imp- that I'm implementing that's taking it to another level. Mm-hmm. The standard operating procedures, not just, okay, come here, set this up, but every this is where this goes. This is why this is angled this way. These yeah. are the numbers, the steps. That's absolutely amazing. So we gotta get to this seven figure puzzle on, okay. And, and, and I, shouts out to A.D. Dolphin. So he created it. He said, um, he said, um, once you figure out the puzzle, you figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So this is a, a, a puzzle is something that you figure out. You have to put different pieces together to paint this picture. And the picture is the goal, the, 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 the thing that you desire. Right. So um, you're going to do a podcast. Right. Well, both of you guys have your podcast. It's a puzzle to figure out. And the reason why it's not coming together is because. You, you don't have the piece to the puzzle that's going where it needs to be. So um, I don't know, let's see a strategy on release. That's a piece of the puzzle. Um, topics that hit, that's a piece of the puzzle. We either don't have it or we have the piece and we're just not putting it in the right place. Mm-hmm. So we might have the, the right equipment, but we're not using it effectively. We might have the guests in our network, but we don't know how to get the people that we know as guests on the podcast. So. I really like the fact that he put this together as he painted this picture as a puzzle, right? Cause we want, we see the vision, we see it all together cause it's on the box, right? We see how it's supposed to look like, and you might see another podcast and say, Oh, that's what I want. Cause it, you see their puzzle put together, but you're like, Oh my gosh, how do I get there? And we start making excuses. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm in the wrong market. I don't know how to do it. I don't, but it's just a puzzle. And if we look at it like that and I'm starting to think, what, what AD said was, how do you get the seven figures? Go make eight. Mm-hmm. I need to start really thinking about this eight figure puzzle mm-hmm. because seven to eight isn't a big jump. Now I can see his challenge from eight to nine. Mm-hmm. That's a bigger jump. That's a big jump. That's a huge jump. That's a big jump. But yeah. seven to eight. We're talking what? nine million to 10 million. Nine minutes. Yeah, for sure. It's just nine to 10. Right. Right. But then going from 10 million to 100 million is different. Mm-hmm. So in terms of this puzzle, this okay. puzzle, what are the missing pieces 
for somebody that wants to make six figures? What is that? What does that particular puzzle look like? And I'd imagine it's the same puzzle every every level. It's the same puzzle every every step. You just magnify the effort, right? Or you magnify, or or you get magnified results from the effort. So uh, when we're looking to make our very first six figures, again, the very first thing is going to be clarity. So I'm taking notes as you're talking, and when we talk about the puzzle, we're we're see, we see first of all vision. Do you see the big picture? Do you see what it's supposed to look like? Do you see what it's supposed to look like? <laughs> like, what is six figures supposed to look like? And I'm writing this down because this is this is a major, major, major. And if any of you guys have questions, because our, uh, yo, what's cool is our audience doubled. We went from two people to, to the four. audience to four. We lit out here. So if any of y'all have puzzle, uh, a question on your particular puzzle, just raise your hand because uh, we're here to help. Not only you, but um, not only the people at, at home that are listening, but uh, you as well. Okay, I right, go for it. I'm sorry. So the first thing is vision. Number one, being able to see and mindset is everything. Right. So we know that thoughts become things. And this is really huge. People hate hearing this part. It sounds like just such mumbo jumbo, but it's for real. I need you first to visualize what that looks like. What does seven what does six figures look like and how do you do that? So what would six figures do to improve your situation? What would it do to improve your life? How do you walk? How do you act? How do you talk? How do you dress? Mm -hmm. Where do you live? What do you drive with your six figures vision then the second uh the second um step i think or the second important factor to the puzzle is environment right when we get a when we get a puzzle we have to clear the space to put mm. it together so the environment oh, that's a bar that's a bar <laughs> dang that's a bar did y'all catch that though like the environment isn't even set for you to put a puzzle together mm-hmm like the people in your life, the um, the activities that you have, your, uh, I don't know if people do poker night still or club night on Saturdays and Sundays, what yeah. you do with your weekends. You know, some people only grind on during the week. Some people are turned off. They don't even off. think about their business. Or they're Yo, only thinking about their business during the week. So much so that they look at us like we're weirdos mm -hmm. when we work on the weekends. Yeah. We're weirdos. Weird. That's why we're going for seven figures. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, environment. You got to clear the... What does your space look like for, come on, come to the, the mic, okay? Introduce yourself. What does your environment look like? Do you have the environment that's ready? Do you mean literally, so puzzle? this is niche. I just started a podcast, Finding Your Niche with Niche. You mean like your business environment or just in general? Period. See, that's the thing. It's important. All of it. It's I have not one separate. Environment. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> um, my environment is filled with positive Well, people. my personal environment is this, but my business mm -hmm. environment and then my love environment, it's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah. Well, it's good. Um, I'm surrounded by people who support me, who support the message. It's a universal message yeah. of people, um, you know, becoming, becoming free from thoughts that may have kept them captive. And so everybody wants to be better. And what so the people. What about your calendar? Is your, is your calendar set? Is it a good environment for you to right get now, to your goal? Right now, yeah. Okay. With the way my lifestyle is set up, yeah. Right now, I'm okay. You okay? I sh yeah, I shoot, on, I shoot on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Gotcha. What about the other five days of the week? I don't shoot, but I, like you said, find guests, think of good topics, find people who have interesting niches. Um, think about promo. So yeah. I definitely need to work on the strategy, like you said, strategy release. Yeah, that yeah. part. What's your environment? Yeah, yeah, right there. What's what's the is your environment is the environment set for you to put a puzzle together? My environment is totally set, and with me, um, is mainly social media and doing video things like that. So overall, like my clubhouse environment is great. YouTube. How much, you, how much time you spend on Clubhouse? I had to. I had to pull back. Oh, he be in that thing. Clubhouse was crazy. But yeah, yeah. Yo, mm -hmm. 
The, the, so when when did you just pull? When did you pull back? Oh, recently. Recently. Like recently. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but yeah, I was on Clubhouse Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, like from like five to like twelve midnight. Yo, imagine trying to yeah. put a puzzle together and it's mad stuff on the table. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. outside of so we might be busy in activity, but there's so much stuff on the table we can't find the pieces. We're trying like, to we're put distracted. a piece around the flower pot oh. and a piece around the cup and a piece around the kids' toy. You got to clear the space. Got to. You got to clear the space. And and that's the first key in your environment, number one. So when you're looking at that in in entrepreneur terms or someone who's looking like, well, what does that mean? Calendar, right? Mm -hmm. My calendar is my cash calculator. My calendar is my cash calculator. So I know that if my calendar is light, I'm likely not making that much money, right? Um, March is just getting started, but this was February. This was my activity in February. So I don't know if you guys can see this, but all these color codes equal an event, something that I'm committed to doing. This is already March, right? And we're just at the beginning of March with Mm. things that have to be done. Dang, that calendar gives me anxiety. Your calendar may give me... Now, (laughs) these are things, some of these are things that my my team is doing. Some of these things that... This is my business calendar, right? I need to know that things are happening in my business. So these are not necessarily all my commitments. Mm. But I know that if my... I wake up and I look at my calendar and I see it full, I'm excited because I know that money is being made that Mm. day, right? So clearing the space, getting mentally prepared... Taking out your calendar and saying, okay, I work full time. I'm going for my first six figures. How do I make this happen? Well, let me first go in and prioritize what I have to do. So I know, let me tell you one thing that was super clutch for me, David, to to get the environment right. When I was working full time, Aaron, every single day I went into work hating my job. I resented the job. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And so I used to calendar train myself and now I calendar train other people. And what you want to train. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get to that. So take out your calendar and write down what your commitments are every single day. So for most of you, uh, you have to go to work from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every day, Monday through Friday. So I want you to write on your work on your calendar. Monday, go to work nine to five. Tuesday, go to work nine to five. Wednesday, go to work. Mm -hmm. Then you have things like your standing hair appointments, kids games and whatever you're regularly committed to. Go ahead and put those things on your calendar because that's going to give you a clear window. Two things. One thing is going to give you a clear window of when you're available to work your business. So now we're taking away the excuse of I don't have time. Mm -hmm. Now Mm -hmm. I see the time. Clearly, I see now that I have a one hour break on Wednesday between 2.30 and 3.30. Let me do something most productive there. But it's also going to show you where you're wasting time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Maybe you shouldn't have a standing hair appointment every week. Maybe you can go every two weeks. Maybe you don't need to be at brunch. You got more brunch than business on your mm-hmm. calendar, right? Mm-hmm. So those are the first things you do. Now, after you do this, I want you to change the language just a little bit. For those of you who are trying to get off your job, instead of saying, and go to work nine to five. I want you to change that language on the next week and there on out that says build somebody else's dream nine to five. <laughs> That'll piss you off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's no longer a job. It's like build someone else's dream. Build their dream nine to five. Build their dream nine to five. You know, and, and what I what I did working at the Cheesecake Factory, 
I looked at that as a, a meeting with my investor. Mm. So it even changed my activity and how hard I, because I have to be there. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this, every single tip has something to do with my dream mm. because my job is my number one investor. And when I looked at it like that, I went in with a more positive attitude. Mm. I couldn't wait to go there because I'm about to go link up with my investor. My investor's going to give me some money. I'm going to put it into my business. And because I'm having a, I'm looking at this solely as an opportunity to build my business, my customers, my clients, how I called them, the guests actually eating at my table, all of them got to hear about Sleep is for Suckers. I made some amazing connections with my guests about me building my brand because this is no longer a job. This is an opportunity for me to build my business. I love that. I wish I had such a healthy mindset about my job. I had to change it. He had the, this is my top investor. I had to build somebody else's dream. So when I went into work, I was pissed off. Did you do commission? I did, right? I got commission. I always accepted commissionable jobs. Mm -hmm. Don't put a cap on what I'm supposed to make, right? I (laughs) need the commission structure out of the gate. So now you've got uh, what we talk about first. You've got your vision. You Mm -hmm. see the six figures, right? right? You know what it's going to do to your life. Now we've created an environment and it's beyond just the calendar. So you got the calendar, you've identified time. But then if you're living in conditions that are subpar, right? And all you see around you are reminders about how broke you might be or how unhappy you might be. Let's shift that a little bit. Let's change it. Go and grab a magazine with your dream car and on your steering wheel, I literally did that. On your steering wheel, take a picture and tape it, tape your dream car to your steering wheel or on your dashboard. That way, every time you get in your car, before you pull off, you see that dream car. Mm -hmm. You don't see the crappy car that you're in, right? When you wake up in the morning and you don't like your, your bedroom, on your nightstand in a frame, put a picture of your dream house. Put a picture of the interior of your dream house. Put it there, put it on your refrigerator. Now you're starting to see that six figure environment and you're setting up for it mentally. Facts. Let me, oh, let me tell the story real quick. So the other day, we, well, not the other day, a little while ago, me and Donnie go to the mall and I'm like, Donnie, you need a Rolex. And the only reason I'm saying it is because I got one because Neo had one and Marcus was at, like, it, it didn't, uh, um, Jason was there and everybody got their little Rolexes, right? So I'm like, oh, they crap. Rolexes. I'm going to get one. <laughs> They little, they little Rolexes, right? So um, we were here, actually, and I was like, Donnie, you need one. She said, yeah, I had a Rolex when I was 19. And then you, like, lost one on a plane or something, Lost right? one on an airplane. So we went into the Rolex store. We, we went to the mall, and she's like, dude, I don't need no Rolex. I was like, yo, you need to buy one today. She's like, I'm not buying a Rolex today. We go into the store. She tries it on. It's beautiful. It's so her. It fits her, right? It fits her perfectly. And then she took a little picture, put her hand in a little hoodie pocket and left the Rolex out a little bit. <laughs> that was hilarious. So um, today we get here and this was, this had to be. Like three weeks ago. Like three weeks ago. So today she's like, I think I'm going to get it. Mm-hmm. It's the, 20, now the watch is what? 20,000, 19,000. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm going to get the Rolex. I'm going to get it. And she was like, yo, I, I was, we, we were talking about what the price was and all that. She was like, yo, I got a picture of it. So she pulls out the picture of it, of her head in her pocket with a little price tag hanging out and she sees it. So when you start talking about like having your vision, mm-hmm. I literally had this, this same exact watch on my home screen until I got the watch. Yep. So now we're thinking a little bit, a, a little bit bigger because it's not even just the watch. It's what we have to do to get the watch. And I told Donnie, like, yo, because she was like, yo, I just can't. She was like, I was going to get it the other day, but I just can't see putting 20000 down. And I and I couldn't see it either. So what I said was, 
I'm gonna do something outside of what I would normally do to get the watch. So I said, I'm gonna put down, I'm gonna put an event, cause mine was 15, 15 too. I, I'm gonna do something outside of what I normally do. So I said, you know what, I'm gonna do this content creation bootcamp. I'm gonna charge $1,000 and we're gonna get 30 people there. That'd be 30,000, that's, okay, I'll be paid for the activity, I'll make 15, and that the other 15 is going to watch, going to the watch, period. Literally the only reason I created the create content creation bootcamp because I was like, yo, I have to do something out of, cause I can't just take it from my own money. I, I don't know, I'm, I'm weird like that. I'm just gonna take $15,000 from my own money and just invest it in that. So just started thinking, because this is the goal, what can I do to get this particular goal outside of my normal activity? Mm -hmm. So the fact that she has the watch and she's like, yo, all right, bet, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something outside of normal, create extra money. Mm -hmm. I forgot what book it was. My man, somebody asked, his wife asked him, um, yo, I want a bigger house. And it was like an artist, I forgot who it was. He said, all right, I'll write one. Like, I don't know if it was, <laughs> I don't know if it was uh, Elton John or somebody like that. She was like, yo, I just, want, I just want a new house. He said, okay, I'm gonna write one. I'm gonna write a new house. Let me write a hit that's gonna pay for this new house outside of what I want. So that joint was just so powerful to me um, that I did it and you about to do it too, right? Get your, get your watch? I'm gonna go after, after we film. Or, Are you gonna go get the watch today? Are you gonna come with me? Yeah! Are you gonna go get the watch today? I'll go get the watch today. It's exciting. Y'all think I should get the watch or should I create something first? Just go get it. No, no. I want you to create something. Create something. I want you to go create some extra money. Okay. To pay for that. Do that. Okay. Because that's too easy. That's too easy. I'm sorry. Let me go. If ahead, you sorry. got that uh, free time on your calendar, like you said, you might do you had an hour to you do it. You got the hour to go grab to go, that joint. To go do something to get it, create the extra money for my Rolex. I'm about to go write a watch. I am a go creator. Create a watch. Let's go. I'm about to create my Rolex. Okay, so okay. Yeah, right, my, my wife for my was, uh, she for some yeah, we just moved into this house like a couple of years ago. And she's like, Ooh, I wanna build a house. I'm like, baby, we just <laughs> we just this house is it's it's, it's not a shabby house. It's like not. it's not a bad house. It's like, yeah, I, you know, just I wanna get into my forever home, right? So we're having a baby and now she's she's pregnant, so she's in what is it, nesting? Nesting. Nesting. Mm -hmm. So um she's doing all kind of stuff that I gotta pay for in the house. Um but <laughs> She's like, yo, I want to get one. So I didn't tell her, and she don't really listen to the podcast like that, so the secret's safe. But she, I'm, I'm starting to think now, what can I do? So a million-dollar home, the, the, the mortgage is going to be about $5,000 plus taxes and all that kind of stuff. I'm guessing seven, mm -hmm. six, seven, something like that. Mm -hmm. Can we create something that's automated that will spit off six or seven, some sort of business, some sort of project that can spit off that just to take care of the house. In addition to what you've already got going on. In addition, on. Yep. extra. Targeted activity. We actually so. kind of did. Yo, those affiliate commissions are. Affiliates. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, so yeah, we created a, a we, good 25, 30% yes. of the thing you're looking for. Yeah, the yes, this is, this is a fact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we've got the, um, we got the vision, we've got the environment. We now need to start putting uh, the other piece in place. What's the skill or the skill, aka the service or the product that you're going to use to get to your six figures, in our case, our seven figures, right? So what is the skill set that you already possess or what is the product that you can get access to 
at a rate that you can afford right now and start doubling that money over and over and over again. Say so, it again, say it again, say it okay. again. Okay, so, so what is it? What is the skill set or the product that we're yep. going to use to get there? So a skill set that you already have the information for, you already know how to do something. So let's look at what you're doing on your job right now. Mm-hmm. Can you leverage what you're doing on your job for money? A lot of people struggle with this. Let me give you an example. Uh, one of the very first, well, the business that I started that allowed me to be able to walk away from my job completely in 2014 Uh, At that time, I was a property manager. I managed apartment communities, luxury apartment communities. And a lot of the clients that would come in there were film industry uh, clients and athletes, meaning uh, production houses needed to house their cast or their crew for a new movie that was filming here in Atlanta or athletes who wanted exclusive property. Well, I was the go-to person on the staff for that. Right. And remember, I had the attitude of resentment at my job. So what I ended up doing, I felt underappreciated. So I ended up establishing my own property management company and saying, you know what? The relationships are with me. They're leasing these properties or purchasing these properties because they've connected to me. So I contacted all of my relationships, all of the production houses, all of the athletes, business managers and said, hey, instead of calling this number to get your housing needs situated for your clients, you're going to call my number now. Mm. And so I left leverage something that I was already paid well to do and already very skilled at. I had 13 years in the business and I started a property management company where now I exclusively find properties for uh, high level clientele. Mm -hmm. And that's when income really went to the next level. So what do you do right now on your job that you could leverage. You may be an assistant. You may be somebody's executive assistant, but you do that very well. Mm-hmm. Can you now create a course to teach other people how to Thanks. be a great, amazing you know, executive assistant? Can you be the training support for a CEO like me? Or can you come in and train my assistant to be more effective at their job, right? This is something that you can do right now. Yeah. Or do you, are you really into earrings? And maybe you find a manufacturer where you can buy, you know, 500 earrings, 500 pair of earrings for $200. Now you take that $200 inventory, mark every single one of them up, you know, $10. And now whatever that math is, you've made that in profit minus your expenses. Facts. And so I, you know, I, I had a friend, he's, uh, he has a corporate job and he knows how to get a job. Like he knows how to write his resume and negotiate a salary. So he created a course teaching you how to, well, a course and a service teaching you how to negotiate your salary mm, and, that's and how strong. to write your resume. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And some of you guys, you know, some of y'all need to try the, the ear, earring strategy, not for financial freedom, but for practice. Mm. Let's just get your feet wet in the business. So you're not super tied to the outcome, but just do it for fun. Yeah. Because I'm sure like when y'all started doing photography, videography, it's fun. It's super fun. But it can get to a point now that you label it business, it could get stressful, pressure, things of that nature. So if you're watching this and you're new to this entrepreneurial space, try something for... All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
with NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Fun. See what you could do. Extra money. I don't care if you trick off all the profit <laughs> on your weekend hanging out, but at least get your feet wet and still have fun mm -hmm. with the entrepreneurial journey. Yep, yep, yep. So the skill, identifying the skill or the product or the service or product would be my next step in the puzzle. Then looking at my resources, who do I already know? Who do I already have access to? What do I already have access mm -hmm. to that could help me put this idea together, right? So do I- What if I have no resources? I have no resources. You have books, so you have the internet, so you always have resources, right? Mm. So now it's just about identifying what resources I have access to. Some people have more resources than others that make that process a little bit easier, but just because you don't have like people resources doesn't mean that it's impossible. Yeah. We have knowledge at our fingertips, so we all have access to resources, right? Absolutely. So figuring out what resources you have and who can help you, and somebody's like, well, what's a resource? Well, maybe somebody who can mentor you, help you avoid some shortcuts. Maybe somebody who knows a manufacturer for those earrings. Maybe mm -hmm. someone who knows how to help you put your course together for your executive assistant program on Kajabi or Teachable. Mm -hmm. um, those are going to be your resources. Resources are even money. So identifying how much money you have have to work with or what you have available to liquidate to get the money. So maybe you can sell some extra furniture off. Maybe you can sell that closet full of Jordans mm -hmm. that, you know, took your money. What resources do you have available to contribute toward this? Facts. I like that. I hope y'all are really, really taking notes. It's a, like she's giving you the pieces to the puzzle. And if none of that works, just find a rich boyfriend or girlfriend. Right, Donnie? That don't work. That don't work? <laughs> That's their money, okay? Make your own money, ladies facts, and gentlemen. Facts, facts, facts. All right, so. I, I, I would have to um, offer another bit of advice, and I think it might go into, like, calendar or schedule. Okay. Is um, to build in the windows. Because the number yeah. one excuse that I hear is I don't have time. Which could be valid, right? So you got, you got kids, you got a job, you have a spouse to take care of, and you don't have time, but... Um, you may not have big blocks of time, but we got windows. Mm -hmm. So I know some people, they go to lunch break and they eat lunch and scroll through Instagram and watch funny YouTube videos. That is a window of time. Yeah. You can literally take an hour a day and just put it into your business, your product, whatever it is that you're going to be building. And you have seven hours that you put into a project at the end of the week. Mm -hmm. 30 hours that you put into something by the end of the month. Mm -hmm. If you could imagine that much, 30 hours, what can you accomplish in 30 hours? Mm. Like if you had 30 hours, Aaron, to really focus on your podcast, your business, your, 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 your group, whatever. If you really had 30 hours, like what can you accomplish? 
30 hours. Yeah. But because we don't have these blocks of time, we waste our windows. And when we waste our windows, we say stuff like, oh, well, I ain't I got time, time to do it. Or somebody feels like if you quit your job, then you have more time. And sometimes we have too much time together. You waste all of that. All of it. Like if you have, y'all think, listen, you think when you quit that job, you just go up. Be super productive. That's not the case. You're gonna go grocery shopping. People gonna be. You're gonna run errands. You gotta go get your tags. You gotta do all this kind of stuff because you got these big windows of time. Sweet. The benefit. The benefit for a busy person, and I think you have the biggest benefit in terms of being an entrepreneur, is you have concentrated activity in small windows of time. Mm. It's mm. It, it's easier to be productive when you only have an hour than you do ten hours mm -hmm. of open time. Yes, sir. Can you uh, can you hear me on here? Yeah, you good. Yo, I literally did that this morning, bro. Like, I um, I took like I when we when we uh, stopped working yesterday, um, I went home, I got situated and everything, and I was like, I'm gonna take a quick nap real quick. So I took a nap for an hour. I took a nap for an hour, and then it became late into the night, and I was like, I'm gonna just take one hour at a time, and I'm gonna time myself to get this done, mm. and I got it done in an hour. Yeah. So then I took ten minutes. I was like, all right, take a ten minute break. Now I'm gonna get something next done in the next hour. So literally, I've been doing that this whole morning till we got here today. So for you to say that is like spot on. Like you really gotta. I had to create the window though. I couldn't be like, oh, I got five hours. I'm tired. Let me get enough rest so I go through the day. No, mm -hmm. I got now. I got everything done, and now I got a whole day in front of me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. working the windows. Yeah, working the windows. Yeah. Windows. yeah. And that's really important. That's really important. So let's give somebody an example of that. So uh, we're in the space where we're both coaches and people are often coming to us like, I want to be a coach, but I work a full time job. I don't know how to do it. Right. Yeah. Tell you how I did it. I got clients. I had a limited number of clients that I worked with and became really, really good at working with them. But I would use the hour drive that I was in traffic going to work. Mm -hmm. I would use my hour lunch break and had a client at that time. And then I would use that hour on my way home from work to picking up my daughter to do my third third client. So in any given, and I would put them all on one day. So I got all my clients out of the way for the week that I worked with on a one-on-one -on -one basis. In one day, it took three hours out of my day mm -hmm. that I would have just been scrolling social media or calling my homegirl to see if she was on her lunch break. Yeah. Maximize your time. Absolutely. We can't get it back. Maximize your time. Absolutely. Man, I, my, my, mo, my least productive days is when I just got a lot of time. Mm. It's the craziest thing. But if I got an hour to go crazy, oh, we lock in. Yeah. That's major. Um, got that's, one more. Good, oh, yeah. Oh, one let's, more. Let's do it. Pieces so, of the puzzle. Pieces I like of this. the puzzle. Uh, so we talked about, uh, just to catch you up, well, you got it. Take notes. Last thing that I'm going to go <laughs> over is exposure. So now that we have our vision, we've cleared the space, gotten our environment together. We've talked about the skill set or the product. We've figured out our resources, what we have, what we don't have. Now it's exposure, right? So now you have that product or service. You've got the mindset. You've got the vision. Now we got to get it in front of people. Mm. You want to make the six figures, people have to buy from you. They have to pay you. So now identifying what way in which you will expose your business. If you are on a limited budget, then we got to get really, really good at word of mouth. Mm -hmm. We got to get really good at connecting with other people and leveraging their networks. Mm -hmm. Hey, can you post this for me? Hey, can I send this to you if you share it on your social media page? Let me get in front of as many people as possible. I call this market research, aka the legwork that people don't like to do. Back. Right? You don't have the money to market. Well, now you got to start going 
going into these Facebook groups and you got to start creating relationships and establishing yourself as an authority in these already pre-existing Facebook groups. Like the resources, the opportunities for exposure are already there. Somebody already created it. Right. Somebody already created it. I'll use Jose as an example for your network. He comes into your network and he starts to deliver value. He's valuable, 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 valuable to the point now where he's a cohesive part of your team. Right. So what Facebook groups can you leverage about your particular niche market? Go in there and just start answering people's questions. Right. Exposure, getting them to connect with you and see you as an authority or identifying a budget for paid marketing. Mm -hmm. I like that. I like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I think one way we can track it is just looking at the numbers. So like, do you know, how, as an entrepreneur, do you know how many views you had last week? Do you know how many views you had the week before that? Mm -hmm. How many people started following you? Like, these are all the things that we track. So mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. We were uh, months ago, maybe six months ago, we were doing um, 20,000 views every 48 hours. You know, YouTube, they'll show you how many views in those 48 hours. We do 20,000 views every 48 hours, which is 10,000 views a day. That's amazing, isn't it? Like that's Super. a lot of people, 10,000 people viewing videos every single day. And um, I, I, I'm looking at the numbers and my next question is, okay, how do we increase that? So in this month, so we were dropping one every week and then we went to two, not instead of one every week, six a month. So every other Thursday we'll drop one. Mm -hmm. And then it went to 30,000 views. I said, oh, I get it. The more videos we drop, the more views we get. Increase the exposure. Oh. Increase the exposure. We're now at 60, I think it was a 60,000 views every 48 hours. We went from 10,000 to 30,000 a day. The formula is if we are gonna grow the business, one, we gotta look at the numbers. And I know, I know for a fact, if we drop a third video, more views. Done. But because we don't know how many people are seeing our business, we're not even tracking the sales. I'm looking at the revenue. Every number I can find, and it's actually driving me crazy because uh, <laughs> I'm on the EYL network. Shouts out to the brothers. Um, so on the EYL network, we got to hit up, we got to hit Mike to see the numbers because mm -hmm. there's like one login for the network and he'll show me my numbers, no problem. But like I geek out at one o'clock in the morning looking at the numbers. Yeah. Like I want to see the growth. I want to see where people coming from, all that kind of stuff. And I got to call Mike. Like, oh, Mike, can you send me some numbers real quick? And I'm like getting giddy because like I know you you have to inspect what you expect. That's right. So if you expect something and you're not inspecting it, looking at it grow or fall or go up, drop, things of that nature, you'll, you'll wonder why you're not building because you're on a constant decline. Then we look back at, okay, how many people did I expose last month? last week but if we don't know those numbers how can we grow yeah and that's another that's a totally separate piece mm -hmm. right that's another totally separate piece and i want to give them two more because i want to make sure you guys are able to put your puzzle together and get your questions together too y'all like just just so we can have these conversations these are the help. same exact puzzle pieces that we are using to build to our seven figures right so uh again just so and i'm gonna number them so somebody count this out for me we've got vision hold on because i'm a, um i'm I'm actually going to be stealing this and I'm going to teach it. This is a blueprint that I'm going to be teaching you guys as I just taught it here. Uh, <laughs> Proceed, number one, please. So number one is going to be vision. Mm -hmm. Number two is going to be environment. Number three is going to be uh, identifying your skill set or product. Number four is going to be identifying resources. Number five is your exposure. Number six is your data, which David just covered. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to touch that just a little bit. And then number seven, one. High, well, the, the last two, number six. Hold on, can seven. I do seven building the windows or was that in somewhere? So let's put that in calendar. OK. okay um, cool. Where we did the environment. OK, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because the hour that I talked about identifying you don't that's want me to the add window. To the little numbers because if I add one, this is mine. Okay, we've created this together. So we had already identified the window in which you build in when we did the calendar training. <laughs> the hour that I said was free time is your window. <laughs> it's your win- And I will show you my training. I actually talk about building in the window. Mm-hmm. It's on here. I'll show that no, to you it's later. Not. You must have stole it from me. I've been Swear. teaching it for years. You must have heard it because we did come from the same uh, company. You must have been in one of my trainings where I talked about building <laughs> in the windows now that I think about it. Okay, so I want to cover- so What was number seven? Uh, we're going to get there. So I want to touch number six. Don't be trying to skip ahead of everybody. <laughs> hey, man, this content is gold for all coaches, okay? Right. Hey, listen, if you think every coach just magically come up with their own formula. And here's the thing. No, there's nothing that we can teach you that isn't out there somewhere. It's out there. It's out there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for my coaches, um, you have to be able to put your own spin on things. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to put it in your own words, your own language, your own stories that are attached to um, these teachings. So I'm taking this, okay? And I'm just going to read it. I don't care if you do. (laughs) Listen, let me tell you something. In order also to be a good service provider or a coach, one of the things that we just sat here and did was innovation, right? So AD Dolphin on our live this morning said, just put the puzzle together. Yeah. We, You brought it up here on the live and I immediately did what? I started taking notes yeah, for and sure. putting the puzzle together. Like I do this so much that I know what the journey should look like. So I'm going to sit here and map it out to you live on camera and then so, teach it to you. Get you a coach that can go live and give you all these keys, right? That's a just, fact. Can I have them text me? Because I got a text number now. No, not yet. We are going to have text. <laughs> text me. Yeah. Come on, Shans. Let's stay focused. I know, but I, but I want to do it before the end. Well, I want them to do it with, I want them to text me too. All right. Well, you can tell them to text you after. All right. So text, text me. Okay. At 404-737. And this is my number. So I reply. Hold on. Our numbers are almost 404-737-4935. 404 404-737-4935. I know what you're thinking. How is this your number? You got to read it. Okay, it's a it's a it's a app, another app, and it, but it comes to my phone, and I'll be replying. So yeah, four zero four. Seven three seven four nine three five. And then I want you to do this real quick before I give you six and seven. Or Shans gave you six. You did give six, right? But before before I elaborate on six or seven, I want you to text me if you need help <laughs> putting your puzzle together. I'm your, always doing this at the end. You just did yours. I know, but, but I'm going to do it again. If you're gonna, if you need help with your six or seven figure puzzle and putting that together on a high level, text me the word puzzle mm. to four zero four seven three. Text puzzle to me too. (laughs) Text puzzle to me too. All right. Okay. Seriously, I want you to text me the word puzzle to 404-737-2767. Okay. Got it? If you don't, just stop it, rewind it, you'll have it. Okay. So number six, Shans went over data. Um, Very, very important that we make that a separate piece itself because the last two, these last two are the most underutilized tools or pieces. People don't like to study the data. They don't want to get involved in the numbers. It feels too much like science and mathematics to watch trends go up and down and studying charts and looking at numbers. But you have to know what your numbers are because those are the only things that produce your measurable results. If you don't know your numbers, how do you know if that influencer marketing that you pay for actually worked? If you don't study your numbers, how do you know that you're actually making money off 
of your book sales and not just recouping the money that you spent to get the books published, right? You've got to track your numbers. Um, and, and it's not just sales numbers, but it's also like, I track how long does my average sales call last? I need to know how long an average sales call lasts so I can make sure I have enough salespeople on team that day to handle the influx of calls that are coming in. Those are things that I need to, I also need to track how many times does it take to talk to a potential customer on the phone before they're actually ready to spend money, right? Mm. So I can confidently say that I have a system in place that closes high ticket clients in one phone call. How could I say that if I didn't study the numbers, yeah. right? So you gotta study those things. You got to study how many people are coming to your website, how many people are clicking your links from your email, your link tree, your website, all of those data. We can get into data, you know. This is a masterclass. Y'all getting some value from this? Golly, yeah. this is good. And then the last thing, uh, which is so underutilized and almost the most important thing is customer service, right? So in customer service, we could break this down so many ways. One of the things is in fulfillment. Whatever people buy from you, they need to get from you. Give these people what they paid for, mm -hmm. right? So making sure that you are um, fulfilling your customers' orders, making sure that you have means in place to check in on your customers. Many businesses, and I don't know the statistic on this, I'm going to figure out how to figure that out, but so many businesses are losing money because they simply don't remind their customers that, hey, I'm here and you can buy from me again, right? So if I have a lash line and you purchased lashes from me a month ago, it's time for some new lashes, sis, <laughs> right? <laughs> if I have a 90-day planner and it's been 90 days, I don't want to wait until the 91st day. I want to hit you in your 60th day and say, hey, you should be on your last month of your planner, it's time for you to order your second round, right? If I have coaching services and you did a one hour consultation with me a month ago and I have something else to sell you, I don't want to just do the one hour consultation and never speak to you again. Where can I take this customer next? I'm going to provide customer service by putting an automation in place to follow up with you to remind you like, hey, we did that consultation. Are you doing anything with that? Do you need another consultation? Do you need my course? Do you need to be in my membership group? Those are all so things on the back end. Uh, monitoring, polling your clients and customers sometimes just to see what they think you could be doing better. What do you want more of from me? What, what didn't you need from me? Where did I drop the ball, if ever? Where did I exceed your expectations? All those things are really important. And I think that's a really good base. We may add to this, but I think these seven pieces are a really good start to absolutely. putting the puzzle together. Absolutely. Man, this, is, this, this has been absolutely... Uh, um, game changer for anybody just like like the, the stuff is everywhere thoughts are everywhere it's like you dump out puzzle pieces on a table and that's your brain like mm -hmm. it's just stuff everywhere mm -hmm. the first thing you got to do is look at the picture look at the picture. like let's see what we want this thing to look like so that is really good y'all got any questions anything go for it yeah i got a question um for both of you what would you say was the hardest learning curve out of the out of the pieces that you gave which one and why um seeing it the vision so number one yeah seeing it i like just for, for me i just didn't see it so so ad said the best way to make seven figures he said go make eight my biggest challenge is i don't see eight i can say it i can write it down but i in my heart i don't see it so i need to start developing that vision and i think getting around the right environment they help you see it because i when i was going for six figures i didn't see million mm. I, you know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't. I didn't see that. But now that I'm in a certain environment, Neil, tell me what his numbers were and how my man Marcus he did seven figures on Black Friday. Mm. And you're in another environment. And you're like, oh well, if you could do it on one, in one day, surely in a year. 
Yeah. Right. It, it just it just helps me see it. So my biggest thing is um, seeing it and seeing is believing, believing that I could do it. Yeah. For me, I think it was environment. So I've always seen it. I always knew that it would happen. But when it comes to environment, remember, we're also talking about included in that is how we're spending our time, what we're doing with our time. Right. Um, is that in that? Yep. That's in there. So clearing the space, clearing the space for me was the hardest thing because I still wanted to have fun and I still wanted to party all the time. And I still, you know, back in the day, you could party until 4 a.m., get up at 7 a.m. and go to work. Right. Well, you could do that. But are you really your best? And my and, and for me, it was a shift in the things that I did with my time to say, OK, well, I'm performing well by BSing and partying until three o'clock in the morning and getting back up and servicing clients at eight. But if I went to bed at midnight, could I be better? Mm. Right. So it was what it was choosing what I would do with my time. And my biggest uh, my biggest obstacle included in that honestly was procrastination. Mm -hmm. It was having too much time. When I became a full time entrepreneur, I got time, time, oh. time, time. So now get even less done, though, you get even less done now. Instead of just grabbing that quick bowl of cereal, I'm going to cook an elaborate breakfast, right? <laughs> that elaborate breakfast turns into almost lunchtime, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And now I... Dang, that's crazy. I haven't even, how does breakfast just automatically... <laughs> Golly, it's time to eat again. Breakfast, I didn't even do that. Breakfast turns into lunch. And then after a breakfast like that, you need a nap. You gotta have a nap. You gotta have the nap. You know, I, I'm gonna take a quick nap because I still got all day to do, you do, do. all day. And then you get that surprise phone call from someone who needs to talk about something and you have that conversation. And before you know it, it's four o'clock and you're just starting on work. Mm -hmm. So then I convinced myself that I work better after four. Oh, <laughs> oh I did. So I I'm it. a night owl. This is this is facts. I am a night owl. I stay up incredibly late, but I also still get up early in the morning. I seriously am most productive after four o'clock. I don't know what it is. My my brain just turns on. But that doesn't you don't mean get up super early. I'm up by seven o'clock. That's super early for me. You don't be taking no appointments. I do not. I built my business that way to accommodate mm. my lifestyle. I don't take calls before 10 a.m. It's not because I'm not up. seven and take a nap? Or? Yep, so I own the first hour of my day. That's dope. The first hour of my day is all mine. I meditate. I pray. I think. That's it. Mm. That's it. And then after that, I'm usually um, looking at, I usually start looking at my calendar or writing out my thoughts. So I like to write out my thoughts, I'll journal. That's a good way to start your day. Yeah, I have to own the first hour of my day because the moment you get out of bed, so many things can go wrong. It can be as simple as stumping your toe on the end of the bed. Mm -hmm. We all know the pain associated with stumping your toe and how you start your day is so important. If I start my day off with a stump toe because it's dark and I didn't see something, now I got an attitude for the first two hours of the day. Mm -hmm. You know what the, probably the best way to start your day is? Um, going to the morning meetup, themorningmeetup.com. It's the only community that gathers at 8 a.m. every single morning for the betterment of entrepreneurs. We gather and talk entrepreneurship. You get to grow and you'll see hundreds of other entrepreneurs that are also on that call together. So I think that might be the best way to start. The that day. is a really great way okay, proceed, to start your day. Yep. So anyway, um, I am. Well, anyway, my. No, my no, 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 I'm not. <laughs> I am most productive after four, but then I had to learn, okay, environment, how can I set it up so my business is still performing from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m., right? So what things need to be in place? Now I need to get some team on place. I got to get a sales team in place because I don't take calls at 10 at 9 a.m., but my team do. Mm, I like that. <laughs> right? So it's just setting up the environment. I struggle, and today, honestly, I still struggle it's not even, it's, it's, it's procrastination because I can fix it and I'm procrastinating on fixing it, right? Being overwhelmed with time. I can fix it. Delegate. 
delegation would fix that issue for me, but I'm procrastinating even on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one good. more question too. Um, Sis said, I got when all you the become, right. <laughs> When you advantage. become successful, right, you have all seven pieces. You're successful. You're making strides in your business. How do you pivot when you have reached um, a success threshold? And do you guys think or believe in a success threshold? Mm. I don't, man. Um, I don't know. So so we're talking about the, the number. I'm going to put it out there. But you make $80,000 in a month. And um, so a million dollars is about 80, almost $84,000 every month, right? Or let's go into like the six figures. It's almost 8,400. When, when my goal was to make $8,400 a month, if you make six figures in a year, you, you feel it's successful, but you'd have to make $8,400 in January, February, March, April. By December, it's not celebratory. I made it, it's successful. It's another month. It's gonna feel just like the last month. And most people are gonna go from 1,000 to $2,000 a month extra. 2,000 to 3,000, not a big jump. 3,000, you've been making $3,000 and you have a $4,000 month. You're not like, yo, let's go. But you go from four to five, then five to six, and six to seven. And it's not, it's not like a hooray, I made it. You know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know if I can answer that question in terms of, um, when you get successful, because I, what I know in my head is whatever threshold we do at, by this year, it's, it's not enough. Not, not for money, not for money purposes, but I can do more. I'm like trying to prepare. I need to grow more. I need to learn, get my systems a little tighter. I need to get like even clearer on my goals. I need to look at my data because I'm all, as an entrepreneur, you're always trying to fix something. Something's always broken. Something's always restricting you. So um, I think it, you get comfortable in, in your lifestyle where you are and you can, you can manage it, but you want more. Not, not even not for the thing's sake. Cause I live, I, my buying habits are the exact same as they were three years ago. Mm -hmm. But the fact that I can do more, I want to do more. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I, if I know if there's a difference in threshold. I don't know. I don't think so. I think, and, and I'm, I can only speak from my experience. I think that successful people always want more. Right. Yeah. And I think, uh, so think about it like when you are unemployed and there is a challenge with paying bills, all you want is that job. If I get that job mm -hmm. that pays $12 an hour, I'm good, right? Or if I get that job that pays $18 an hour, I'm good. You get that job, you go into that interview, you get it, and it's like, whew, yes. You're working on the job for two weeks, you get your first paycheck, you're grateful, you're able to pay your bills, but now you want more. Now you wanna shop a little bit, you wanna travel. So now you're looking for the promotion, or you're looking for another job, or you're looking for another stream of then income. the managers get on your last nerve. The manager, when Three months ago, change. you was excited. What you thought was gonna be amazing, right. The situation, this, the circumstances change. So now you want more, you want different. And I think that is the case if you hit six figures or seven figures. You know, I'm working with seven figure entrepreneurs right now who are not satisfied. They're grateful, right? But they're not satisfied. There's always going to be a next step. I don't see a threshold. I'm going to take this thing as far as it can go. Mm -hmm. As far as it can go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you think about, you're married, right? How long have you been married? 13 years. Before you're married, like we think, yo, marriage threshold great and it's like pure bliss until you get in these little arguments or you know these little patches or whatever and it's being married isn't enough anymore it's like i want my marriage to go to another level i want my relationship to get more intimate i want it to be more uh Power couple. Uh, more yeah yeah we we want to do more together we want to build it's not just being married but some people get to that point where 
they're so caught up in that threshold of getting married. When you get there, it's not how you saw it in your head before you had it. And now it's like, oh, I don't even, I thought this was going to be something different. Yeah. I didn't know it was going to be this much work. So you got a responsibility with the thing that you want. And now you got to manage the responsibility, which isn't always peaches and cream. So question. All right. Um, you answered this question for me a while ago before I started my podcast, but there's a lot of people that out here that still have this issue. So the question is, how can a creator or any person that's doing a thing, whether it's a coach or whatever, that is looking to sell products, you know, how do they put something out on all these different social media platforms and still have something left? To sell because some people may say, well, if I give it out on Clubhouse, or if I give it out on YouTube, they're not going to buy my course. So what would you guys say about that? Because that is something that a lot of people deal with. And I actually dealt with at one time. Mm -hmm. So a couple of things with that. I believe in giving it away. Right. We just gave it all away. This could have been a for real class and it will be actually. Let me tell you why. Because a very small percentage of people actually get to the end of the video or an end of the podcast or a very small percentage of people will be so fully engaged and plugged in while they're on that clubhouse with you that they won't even realize you're selling them what you just gave away for free. So give it away, give it away, give it away. People see things differently. Also, you have things like algorithms to pay attention to as well. So everybody who's on your clubhouse network that you're giving things away all the people on Instagram aren't in that clubhouse, so it still works. Some people, just like a book, I could hear you at a conference. How many times have you had this happen? People hear you talk about networking strategies at a conference. You give it all away, and then they still go to the back of the room and buy your networking no-nos 100%. book. It happens. They want something tangible in their hands. They need to see the delivery just a little differently, right? The key for me, um, and I see people like Neo who will put it out there every single day, I haven't necessarily mastered that. I give and then I pull back. I give and then I pull back so that I'm, I'm, I'm marketable. But lay it out and people establish you as a resource. Also, sometimes limiting your exposure. So now I may not be so available seven days a week for free on Clubhouse. Maybe I'm available three days a week giving it away. And if you want to get with me the other four days, you join my membership group or davidshansmorningmeetup.com, right? So just balancing what it is that you have. Also, a good formula for people to follow is that um, when you are giving things away for free, just a good strategy to, form, uh, to, to follow is give away the why for free. Give away the what and the why for free. Why you should do this. Why selling information is powerful. Here are some case studies that Aaron went through to get from here, 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 and here. He did these steps. Now, if you want me to teach you specifically how to do those things, you buy the how. Right. So if you notice, I might tell you that you can um, put your your ebook on flippingbook.com to make it a fancy presentation. Put your ebook on flippingbook.com. I gave you the nugget. <laughs> oh, you want to know how? I have a course for that, right? I have something available for it. I have a membership group where I give that all away for free. So the why and the what, free. The details of why, you know, it's the what, it's the flipping book, it's the put your course on a Kajabi. Now you want to learn how to build a course? Well, I sell that, yeah. right? I'm telling you, build your course. Think about putting it into modules. Drip it down to people if you're on payment arrangements. I gave you all of that game mm -hmm. for free. But now you want to know how to put the course together. That's the part that you buy. Yeah. And, and I, I would definitely say that um, no matter what you give somebody in an hour, two hours, you can't change your life in an hour and two hours. So you might ask the question of, yo, 
Dave, how do you start a podcast? Well, you need mics. You need a mixer. I'll give you, I'll give you the mics, the mixer, um, the cameras. I'll give you everything we use. Can you go get the same results? Why not? They're not you. They're not me. Because you're going to say, okay, all right, well, you got the RE20 mics. Uh, how many do I need? How do I connect this to the board? What are the settings on the board? Okay, I got all the stuff you told me, okay? And I, and I look at you as an expert because you got all this game. For one, out of everything we talked about in this hour and 10 minutes, how much of it do you remember? Give me the seven pieces of the puzzle. Oh, I got it on my phone. Right, nobody got it in their head? Oh. No? Vision. Vision. Calendar. Calendar. Exposure. Exposure. Environment. Window. Window. Environment. Environment. Um, Data. Data. Resources. Resources. And identifying your products. So that's eight. I don't know how we got off because we <laughs> mixed some. But outside of that, so I said, what do we talk about? And we talked about the seven. What about everything in between? Mm-hmm. Do y'all remember it? But you leave with a feeling of, yo, these people know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. I got a couple questions on data because my numbers are different than yours. I got a question. Okay, my, my situation is different in terms of environment, how I'm going to structure it. I need your help. I will give people the entire game. If you're like in the grocery store and you're in front of me or behind me and you ask me questions, I'm going to give you everything I got. Everything that's in the course for sure. But you're still going to need me because I don't charge people for my my information. I charge them for my time. Mm-hmm. So I've got to sit down with you for an hour. Well, one, I don't have that. If you really, really want it, we got to have a conversation. And if you want me to look at your specific situation on a platform, we can talk and give everybody all the stuff we got, but there's a hundred people watching, meaning there's a hundred different situations. Meaning there's gonna be somebody like, yo, I feel like they can help me. Cause they can't implement, you can't implement stuff from an hour webinar or something like that. Mm-hmm. But people think they're gonna be successful that way. They go from webinar to webinar. You gotta buy the stuff at the end mm-hmm. if you really wanna win. Mm-hmm. And if you really wanna win in a condensed time frame, because if I'm being totally honest, I started, uh, I went to people to help me. When I was opening my clothing store, my very first legit business, I asked people to help me. And at that time, like I asked other people who were successful with clothing stores to help me. And at that time, people weren't just giving away information, Mm -hmm. right? There were no cameras around for them to get credit for doing that. So it was hard to find people who just wanted to mentor me to be their competition. Mm -hmm. And they didn't really understand the people who I was asking didn't even understand that that was a marketable thing that Mm -hmm. they could be selling. So I did all of the YouTube research, Google research, and I was able to start, but it took me years to put that stuff together to really get the results. Did I get a result? Yeah, but not the result that I was hoping for. If I had paid for it, I pay now. I pay to play now. Just give give me the information. I want to know that this is the direct resource because if I'm trying to Google it or YouTube it, I got to filter through all of the BS. I got to filter through all the people who don't know what they're talking about. I got to filter through all of the outdated advice that's no longer relevant. Give me your product. If I, if, if I think that you have it, I'm just going to pay you for it. And that's going to collapse the time frame or condense the time frame. There it is. There it is. One Um, more question. I think you had one. Yeah. um, You mentioned earlier about, um, you mentioned earlier about, you know, wanting to grow, wanting to continue to be more successful. And my question is, I imagine like at some point in your business, your focus shifted from making money to making more time for you mm-hmm. to do more mm-hmm. and in making more time for yourself. I assume that like that helps your business to grow. But like what other stages have you found yourself in that 
kind of indirectly grew your business. Does that make sense? Um, Not really. I was, right. I was <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> happiness, mm. wanting to be happy. So go from wanting to make money, then you want to make more money so you have time, so you kind of systemize everything so that you can have more time. And then if you if you create more time for yourself, um, what do you do then? You have the money and you have time. Well, I mean, I, sometimes the thing that I'm making money in doesn't make me happy. Or there's some things about myself that I really, really want to um, improve on. I want to develop. That's why you'll see super successful people start taking karate classes or they're going to start um, uh, uh you know, just on a personal development journey, or I'm gonna be a philanthropist, or I'm gonna start this nonprofit to um, to fulfill my purpose because that's what makes me happy. So I think every step that you go to, you start to identify what you want at that level. You know what I mean? So I I, I couldn't answer it for you because you're gonna go to another level, and the thing that you want right now isn't gonna be on the next level. You gotta go find that. It might not be business or money or time or whatever. It might be happiness. It might be a spiritual relationship. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think my journey started off with impact. So I wanted to make impact before money because I knew the more impact that I made, the more money, you know, the money would just fall into mm -hmm. place. Um, recently, in the last 12 months, I made time a priority. Mm -hmm. So doing, you know, in the beginning, I was doing a lot of exchanging my time directly for money. And that would determine how much money I made. Yeah. Even though I had a book and other things that I could sell, my bread and butter came from exchanging my time. Mm -hmm. And uh, so in the last year time, and then just like David said, um, being, being, I'm a happy person. It's really hard for me to be unhappy. Even when I was at my worst and had things falling apart, I was still happy in life. But now it's about quality of life for me. My focus is really on quality of life for me, my mom and my daughter. So I'm at this point now where I really want to uh, show my mom things that, you know, she's never gotten to feel or experience, you know, and and my mom is old school. She's got that mindset like it's too late. You know, she's she's, of you know, of, of whatever her age is. And she's like, you do that. It's too late for me to do X, Y and Z. <laughs> so I am creating experiences for her. And uh, I'm really, really focused on setting up and creating opportunities for my daughter who is in college, right? So kids her age, she's 18. She may or may not know for sure what she wants to do, but I may, I'm making sure that I have a role for her in my company. I'm hoping to build a legacy business. So I'm putting pieces in place, in place for that. Wow. Yeah. I think we gotta go get that watch. You said I had to put something in place, <laughs> know, Make up your mind. Do I get mind. the watch or do I create an extra <laughs> money opportunity? Like, what's good? What's that? What's that? I just, I just want to take everybody on a field trip and record it. We got videographers here. Anyway, um, um, yeah, let's, let, let, let's wrap it up, man. Let's um, wrap it up. I'm excited uh, that a lot of people are, um, you guys are texting me right now. Wow. 404-737-4935. Look at all these people texting me. I think they're... You might as well join the boat and text me like everybody else in the world. But this episode is sponsored always by TheMorningMeetup.com, 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 the only organization that gathers everything every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurs, okay? You want to find a group. You want to find a community. You want to grow. You want to Listen, first off, we have these conversations every day. We do. In the morning meetup. I'm either teaching or Donnie's <laughs> coming on or we're doing Q&A or yeah. every single day. So go to TheMorningMeetup.com. We'd love to have you um, a part of the community. And then you can text Donnie for either business or relationship stuff, okay? Because she just sent a little picture, you know what I mean? Just to see what's, yo, this is my gram. Yeah. Don't text me for relationship what stuff. They, you know? I mean, if they, you know what I mean? If they, or that, I mean, you know? don't. 
Um, hey, this episode is also brought to you by Post to Paid. Okay. <laughs> you got me thinking about right. men right now. <laughs> Post to pay. So it is the only community in which if you are an entrepreneur who's struggling to position yourself on social media, you don't know what to post. You take all the great pictures. You've used David's content creation bootcamp. You got fire videos, but you don't know what to say and you don't know how to connect with your audience. I text you literally from my phone three times a day, every single day, post prompts that will help you. Uh, say exactly what you should be saying to your audience on social media and also brought to you by Six Figure Accelerator. So if you couldn't tell, I develop strong coaches and business That's leaders, exactly. right? Thought leaders. And if you are a person who wants to take your coaching or consulting business to the next level, if it's courses, if it's one-on-ones, if it's done-for-you services, whatever that may be, then you need to contact me and schedule a call with my team to see if you qualify for the program. That is www.sixfigureaccelerator.com. And again, that's www.sixfigureaccelerator.edu, I'm sorry, .com. So go ahead and connect with us again, www.sixfigureaccelerator.edu.com. All of our links are in the bios. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. man. Make sure y'all connect with us. Uh, hopefully this has uh, really been beneficial for you all. But now so. we got to uh, take action. We got to take right? action. Don't just take notes. Take action. Ah, we can't close it out no better than that. That's a bar. Listen, do me a favor. Go get some social. Go get you some social proof. Okay. Go build something. Okay. Go build something. Document the journey. Just try to remember how you built this thing. Then go back to your community, and teach someone else how to do it. That's the only way our community grows. All right, we are out of here. Peace. Bye. Save a little more this month. Chime checking accounts have features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20.